This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program. We're going to talk about a big issue that impacts thousands of people all across central Indiana, student loan debt, and former Indiana Governor Mitch Daniels has come out, now the president of Purdue University, saying that perhaps universities should be on the hook for some of the debt you're taking out. With us to help make sense of this, he's an educator, he's also a friend of the show, political guru, historian, data expert. He fits everything we need for this topic, our friend Scott Strong. Scott, how's it going? It's going good. How about you, Rob? I'm doing great. Okay, so you're a university man, right? You teach yep. you teach the college kids. Yes, I do. All right. How bad is the student loan debt in this country? It is pretty bad. As a matter of fact, on some of the recent Pew Research thing, they are estimating that there is close to $1 trillion of student debt that's out here. Um, of course, some of that's private debt, personal debt, um, family debt, and then, of course, there's the Fannie Mae. So um, there's a lot of debt out here for people going to school today. Yeah, so just to put this in perspective, the U.S. Debt Clock at usdebtclock.org. This is a fascinating thing. Have you ever seen the U.S. usdebtclock.org, Scott? Yes, yes I have. Okay, you want to, like, you're going to need several uh, alcoholic beverages before you look at this thing, but it gives all sorts of different debt information in real time, like numbers literally spinning as you look at it to reflect actualities. And according to usdebtclock.org, the student loan debt in this country, Three hundred thousand and counting. So I'd say yes, you were very close. It's very bad. Yes, it is. Okay, so give me the thinking behind this with Daniels. He's coming out and saying basically that universities, and I'm trying to paraphrase kind of what he's getting at. Help me on this. He's saying universities aren't incentivized to keep costs down the way Purdue has because they're not on the hook if you fail. Yes, exactly right. So. 
um, Mitch Daniels is really been the innovator in education, in college education across the country. As you just mentioned, he has totally reversed the trend, um, and he has implemented some things with the Purdue Board of Trustees where they have not been raising their rates every year on tuition and cost. And now, um, as probably a lot of our listeners have already heard, Purdue is looking at buying Kaplan University, which is an online university. And now he's coming out and basically saying that the universities are some of the problems. They're, you know, enrolling people in and they're saying if there's an accountability of the university, it would make them be more responsible and accountable if they are on the hook for these people who get in and then they don't repay their debt. Okay, here is, a, and this is according to IndyStar, um, <laughs> seven in 10 seniors who graduated from public and nonprofit colleges in 2015 had student loan debt with an average of $30,100 per borrower. That's according to the Institute for College Access and Success. Scott, I, I paid my way through school cash on time in real time. It took me six years, but I never had any debt. This is a staggering number to me. Oh, it, it is a tremendously staggering number. I've, I've been teaching um, for 15 years at the, at the college level, and um, I have seen people come through, and there has been such a um, cultural phenomenon that basically has imprinted upon the youth today that you have to have a college education to be successful. Now, while that is majorly true in many circumstances, not everybody that gets a college debt sometimes get weighted down with so much debt that it becomes a lifelong thing of repayment for them. So while the while there's a lot of numbers out there that talk about your earning potentials going up, there's also a high um, asset to debt ratio that you take on once you go to college. Another statistic that was fascinating to me is that about 14% of students who entered repayment on federal student loan debts in 2013 couldn't pay them back. And I guess I say, hey, if you got a house and you get a loan for a house, as long as I'm out of the equation, I don't care. But that means, Scott, if you're getting federal student loan debt, uh, student loans, I have to pay. I have to eat it, right? That's right. So um, what's been happening is a lot of the and there's there's been some controversy about this that, you know, every year that the cost for college is going up about five percent. And a lot of people say that that cost is going up on based of how much they can pay people. Um, So this thing that Mitch Daniels is bringing up, the president of Purdue University, is really timely. And it's probably something that's needed because a lot of people are just enrolling students. And what's happening is we're having a great um, remediation rate. What that means is we have more people going into college than we've ever seen go before, but those students that are going in are taking a lot of remedial classes, meaning that they're really not up to par or on the standard level to be able to take a college course because they're not ready. So the university is offering more classes, basically remediation, um, which is repeating and learning the things that they didn't get in a high school honors class so that they can get up to speed, which increases their amount of money that they have to pay out to get in college, stay in college, qualify for college, and then to be able to do the college experience. 
Again, our guest Scott Strong, we're talking about this proposal from Mitch Daniels, president of Purdue, that the universities be on the hook for some of your student loan debt. I see that number $30,000, and, well, first let me ask this. You're a college-level professor. Why is college so expensive? Well, it's, it's expensive for several different reasons. Um, one is some of the colleges, and they have the they they have become a little bit of a smorgasbord of offerings for the students. So when you are incentivizing students to come to your university, they're building the best, the best dorms, um, you know, literally the best weight rooms, the best training facilities. So a lot of it is putting money into physical aspects to get the students to come there, in addition to paying your faculty, your professors, and then also getting the books. So there's a lot of things out there, but a lot of it is because people have such a desire to have that college degree and people are willing to pay for it. They're able to and have been raising that price over the last few years. Um, Help me understand how someone a regular person i get hey you're a doctor that's a lot of stuff you're a scientist that's a lot of stuff but you're gonna make a lot of money to pay that back how does the average person repay thirty thousand dollars of student loan debt if they're out at a job making fifteen dollars an hour they really don't what they're doing is if they come and they fall into the same thing um and of course the interest rates on the federal repayments has changed over the years um, from 2% to 8%, and it's been raged back and forth. But the bottom line is you get somebody that's in here, um, you can stop the, the repayment by continuing to jump back into school. So say, for instance, I'm a teacher. I get out. I'm hired as a teacher. I'm making, let's say, $32,000 a year, which is what maybe somebody would make as an entry-level position into teaching in Hendricks County, um, central Indiana. And so then they're making the minimal payment. Then they jump into a master's program. And then when they do that, they can stop that payment on that debt so they can take on more debt but hold that back. So there's a lot of things that they can do along it. But the bottom line is basically it becomes like a credit card. They're making the minimum payment, and they're paying it for a long time. All right, Scott, any chance that this thing sees legs? I see the universities fighting back against this big time. Um, You know, I think actually what's happening here is they said the same thing about Mitch Daniels um, when he first took over at Purdue University, and he froze the tuition. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the Senate GOP revealed their health care bill today, and we'll give you a very high level of what's in it, talk about where it goes from here and how it might affect us in Indiana. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. Dot org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415-231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening 
to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Speaking with our good friend, Scott Strong. And Scott, okay, in just a moment, the Senate Republicans have at least unveiled the health care plan that they intend to vote on. We'll get to that in a second. But first, major news in Indiana this week, or today actually, two major insurers are pulling out of the marketplace. What's going on? Yeah, so what's happening is Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield and MDY's marketplace are are what you just said. They're pulling out of Obamacare because both of these companies are basically losing money. So they're saying that there's a lot of uncertainty in the market, there's a lot of volatility, and there's a shrinking market, and they're not quite sure. They are saying they're not quite sure what's going to happen with the current administration and the repayment programs. And so the wake of the previous Affordable Care Act, which many people know as Obamacare, is starting to crush the system. And so a lot of people are could be losing their insurance in the next year, and these companies are losing money. So they've said, hey, no more. We're getting out. Help me understand, because you work for a major corporation, and that's what insurance mm-hmm. companies are, major corporations. Yeah. They had to know. I mean, these people are not stupid. They're, they became millionaires and billionaires on actualities and knowing markets. They had to know this thing was going to fail, right? Yes. Yeah, so a lot of these companies, when they come in, but you've got to remember, there is a lot was a lot of pressure from the previous administration on the CEOs of these companies to say, hey, you need to work with us. And there were probably a lot of promises made to them to say, hey, this is the initial thing. We're going to change some things. We're going to work some things around, and we're going to help you. There's going to be some more substitutes coming down the line. And as we know, when the Republicans took control back of the House in 2010, a lot of those initial promises to these companies were never followed through on. And so they tried to hold in as long as they could. But those promises that were made to them have never came there. So that's why you're seeing, you know, like MDY, they say they lost $21 million on this exchange in 2016. And they said they just can't do it anymore. I remember the meeting, and I don't know if you remember this, when they were either passed Obamacare or were going to pass Obamacare, and Obama's in the room with the insurance guys. And it reminded me of that scene in the Tom Hanks movie where the guy takes capture of the ship, and he goes, I'm the captain of this ship now. Um, and it just struck me like that. It was almost like a mob boss in the room with these guys. And it was like, why are you giving in to this dude? Right. Yeah. So you have a lot of those things that come down. And a lot of people, you think about this, you finally have your shot to lead the way. And you want to think that you can come in and do some things. But if you're not prepared for all of the things that are across people and across the bureaucracies of working with government. So you have a lot of businesses that think that they can move things but have not worked that closely with the government. And sometimes I think what's happened here in a lot of these cases is just the overall weight of the bureaucracy of our federal government and our system and health care just weighed them down and stopped them before they could ever make the changes to productivity that they needed to turn this around for them. Okay, now obviously when you hear the name Anthem is pulling out, Anthem is the big dog in Indiana, right? 
Oh yes, it is. So this is this is huge. And of course, you know, we've already had you know many um, responses from most of the people from the congressional uh, delegation, um, from Joe Donnelly, um, U.S. Senator, um, to your future U.S. Senate candidates, um, and Luke Messer and Todd Rokita. Um, the Democrats are basically saying this is because the changes of the current administration that's causing this problem, so that he's putting the blame there. The Republicans are saying, no, this was a system that was already failing, that was already going under. And so they're trying to make changes now in Washington to save it, and which brings us back to the Senate and what they're trying to do, where they have a smaller select group of people that are trying to work on a solution to save this. Okay, so let's talk about Donnelly real quick. Because Donnelly, uh, to me, Donnelly's losing it. And I, you know, Donnelly's friend of the show. We like Donnelly. Nice guy. Good guest. Uh, enjoy talking to him. But Donnelly, to me, is losing it because he's out on the Senate floor being a real partisan right now and being real mean towards Trump. And Donnelly's whole MO is I'm above all of this. It, w- what's going on with Donnelly? Yeah, so he he basically came out with uh, his announcement today was he says this is very disappointing. He's saying tens of thousands of users are going to lose their coverage. Um, And this is all because of the administration's deliberate strategy to create chaos and undermine the health care coverage of Hoosiers. So that's what his thing is saying. So he is at least at this point falling very much in to the talking points of the Democratic National Committee, which issues it to the senators, and they're repeating it. So this is probably not a good thing for him. Um, The good thing is it's still an election for that. It's still more than a year away, so he has some time. But Right now, it's not very well for him and what he's coming out and saying. Again, speaking of Scott Strong, talking about the two major insurance companies pulling out of the Indiana Obamacare Exchange today, um, Anthem being the big, the biggest of them. Um, Donnelly, Donnelly's an interesting study for me because he's trying to say, well, this is all Trump's fault. And the average person, I would think, would hear that that's non-political and go, wait a second, you guys, this was your thing for eight years. How This guy's been here for five months. How is it his fault? Yeah, so he's really tried to take the talking points and turn it around on the Trump administration and say, hey, the whole problem is this administration and what's coming down. Um, the thing that you forget is he's still a part of the U.S. Senate, and the U.S. Senate is debating this policy and these things right now. So uh, this is going to be tough for him to, to fight. So I think this is, I'm sure, if something doesn't come out in the positive, this will be, you'll probably be seeing Joe Donnelly linked to this and ads in the next 2018 uh, U.S. senatorial race. We'll get to that in just a second because I want to talk about Georgia and what maybe that means for Donnelly. We'll do that in the the next segment. Real quick, though, the Senate Republicans came out with their uh, version of Obamacare repeal today. Uh, I don't want to go into a whole lot of detail on it yet because I haven't had a chance to study it yet. But when I see names like Ted Cruz and Rand Paul saying they're against it, I've already got my red flag is up because those are the dudes that I tend to kind of like. Yeah, so basically what it is, the more conservative element of the party seems to be coming out against it, which probably means there's a lot of cost in this new program. So they're trying to push something through, and at this point, uh, we haven't seen it, and the Congressional Budget Office hasn't scored everything, so we don't know all the details on it. But at this point, um, they have something, of course. Even if they pass it, there has to be reconciliation with the House. So um, I would 
would tell people not to get overly concerned about it because there's still a long way to go on this. Yeah, and, and I'll dig more into it tonight, and maybe tomorrow we'll go into some detail on this because it is going to have big Im- implications on Indiana, but it just came out literally a couple hours ago. I haven't had a chance to dig into it yet. I was speaking to the Brownsburg Rotary Club today, so we'll hold off until tomorrow at least on that, maybe even Monday because I don't I want to get the information right to give you an educated opinion on it. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, there was that big special election in Georgia that the Republicans held the seat in the uh, U.S. House race uh, to replace Tom Price, who went to join the Trump cabinet. And we'll talk about, I think that's going to have a big implication on Indiana next year with our big Senate race coming up. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Speaking with Scott Strong. All right, Scott, um, let's put our political hats on here, take off some of our public policy hats we've had the last couple segments. From a political standpoint, there was a big election in Georgia on Tuesday to replace Tom Price, who joined the Trump cabinet. This was a seat that Price has won easily in the past. He's a Republican, but Trump narrowly won this district. So it was kind of up in the air. The Democrats spent more than $30 million to try to win the seat, a guy named Ossoff, who was a young filmmaker, uh, big uh, lefties funding behind him, celebrities coming out campaigning. Um, and at the end of the day, Karen handled the Republican won, and she won the district not by as much as Price did, but by more than Trump did. What do we learn from this? Well, what we've learned is that the Republicans have been 4-0 and in, hand, in holding all of the seats where Trump has appointed somebody to his cabinet or to other high-level positions in his administration. So the Democrats went all for nothing. Um, and like you said, they've spent literally as much money as we spent on our U.S. Senate race here in Indiana in 2016 on a House con- congressional election. So yeah, and, 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 this- and Karen Handel, the woman who won, by all accounts, is a terrible candidate. So that's got to be bad because they had this young guy, Asif. He was a filmmaker, kind of a charismatic yeah. guy, good looking dude. So, I mean, the fact that he lost, I mean, that's a huge blow to them, right? Oh, yes, it is. Actually, this is probably going to – there's already talk in D.C. that this strengthens Trump's hand on pushing through more legislation that he wants because even with all of this stuff coming against him, he's continuing to win. 
All right, I never try. You know me, Scott. I, I'm not knee-jerk reaction guy, so I don't want to say, well, this is a huge deal for Indiana. But part of me says that Joe Donnelly's got to see this and be very concerned because Trump has now not been a drag on any of these races. And a lot of these races they thought were going to be super close. Indiana is a Republican state. Had Richard Murdoch not gone drinking the night before the debate and made the comments about rape that he did, there would have never been a Senator Donnelly. It's naturally a Republican seat as Todd Young beat the almost invincible Evan by last year. Donnelly's got to be concerned now that Rakita and Messer, whoever comes out of that thing, has got a good leg forward. Yeah, the one thing that we've seen in these four congressional elections that have taken place across the country, at the last minute when Trump reaches out to his partisan group that voted for him, a lot not all of these people, but a lot of them are showing up to support these candidates because they do support him. So he does have legs. Of course, Mike Pence is from Indiana, so you know that Pence and Trump are both going to be heavily in, involved in the next election in indiana and so i i think this really is a concern for donnelly this is not good news for him and now with this affordable care act coming down the pipeline where he's having again to get out in front of it this may not be good for him but we're still a year plus out on this yeah, again, you don't want to try to make too much out of one thing, because especially these house races, there's a lot of local flavor to them. There's a lot of local things that go on. One person did make a good point about this, and I thought it was really spot on, which is when there's an open seat, they said, well, Price won. The Democrats are saying, well, Price won the seat by 20 points, and then this dude only lost by three. Yeah, but there's something to be said for a seat that's open versus a seat where an incumbent is running right in these U.S. house races. Yeah, and you've got to remember, these are special elections. That means when, when we go to the elections in Indiana, you know, we're, we're looking at Senate, you know, Secretary of State, Attorney General. We've got all these elections. These are one race, and it monopolizes everything, and everybody and their dog from all over the country is sending in operatives and people and spending. So these are anomalies. They're still a, a way to test to see where things are at. But overall, the fact that Trump's people, everybody that he supports continues to win does speak well for him. Yeah, and Donnelly's already running ads. Have you seen this? Yes, it is. No, now officially he says it's not from him. It's from groups that are supporting him, but they are pro Donnelly. So he's really trying to get out early and to get ahead of this thing to make sure that he's on the right side of the card when it comes time to vote next year. And really to stretch the tentacles on this. If you're Curtis Hill and the, the current attorney general in Indiana, who's rumored to be thinking about getting in the race to challenge Rakita and Messer on the Republican side, do you look at the result of this and say, wow, uh, if I'm the Republican and I'm the nominee, I've got an even better chance of winning than maybe I thought. Maybe I should do it. Yeah, I think this is, is actually positive. Curtis Hill, uh, the current attorney general, is setting in a good spot because there's not that much difference. And, of course, in, on one of the stations today on Tony Katz, one of your, your colleagues – um, came out and did an interview with Messer and the whole thing with his wife and the funding um, about what Fishers has paid her has come up again. So there continues to be this back and forth. 
Curtis Hill could position himself as the third alternative candidate. So he's, you know, officially none of these three guys have announced and other people have. So we'll have to wait and see how the summer goes. Yeah. Messer's interesting to me because it's very clear that he is agitated by the stuff with his wife. I get it. That's your wife, but you know, what's that old saying in politics? Don't let them see you sweat his response, her response a month ago or whatever it was to this thing. To me, they're letting it show that it's getting to them. Yeah, and I think the point that you brought up on an earlier program, the big issue is not the money. The issue is where does he live? And so ABC News came out with a big story, um, again, saying about, you know, Luke co-owning a house with his mother. And that's what he's putting as his residence in Indiana while his kids are going in D.C. Nothing wrong with that. Other people have done that. Pence has done that. Other congressmen have done that in the past. So um, it's early, but already that we're getting into this nitty-gritty is telling us it's probably going to be a tough fight on the Republican side of the primary for that House, for that, you know, U.S. Senate seat. Yeah, and and, uh, it's interesting you say that because, as you know, Scott, I'm I'm never wrong. That's what I do. That's why I'm in this position because I'm not wrong. I get this stuff right. And I'm going to talk about this in length on my Sunday show on WIBC. But Messer getting this upset over the stuff with his wife, that's small potatoes. They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him on that residency thing because this stuff with his wife is open interpretation. It just affects the people of Fishers. Who cares? But this thing with the residency, that dude does not live in his district, and they're going to drill him on that. Yeah, and that, that was he had to address this on Tony Katz today on his interview with him. He says, yes, I bought that house that I do share. I, he bought this house for his mom 16 years ago, he said. Um, that's where he lives when he comes in Indiana. Um, so, you know, the fact that he's having to defend this and not talk about the issues is not good for Luke Messer at this point. All right, Scott, great job as always. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today, and you can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, our podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency 
or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- Two three one three eight seven one. That's four one five two three one three eight seven one. Hey, Hendricks County. This is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 
888-565-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.